Hello lovelies, how are you today? So before we go into weaponizing time, I did want to remind you to hit subscribe today because by next week, the podcast rebrand will have happened and you won't be able to search this podcast title and listen to next week's episode. So make your life easy, set yourself up for ease next week and just click subscribe right now wherever you listen to this podcast. This is the last time I can remind you. Next week, it's going to be done. Okay, so... Today we are talking about weaponizing time. So first, let's get really clear on what weaponizing means. It literally means to use something as a weapon. And today we're going to be talking about using time as a weapon. And in particular, we're going to cover using our past and our future as weapons against our present. So there are four ways that we weaponize our past and our future. I'm going to cover each of them and then I'm going to tell you how to solve for them so that you will leave today's episode having just like a really simple, repeatable, implementable strategy that allows you to stop weaponizing time. This is going to leave you more present in your present. It's going to leave you feeling more in control, more capable and just having a lot more fun. So these are all things that you want. So let's go. We're going to we're going to actually do this in chronological order and we're going to start with how we weaponize our past. Okay, so the first way that we weaponize our past against our present is when we look at our past as like an indicator of what we can achieve and what we're capable of. So I had a client and she told me that she just couldn't start exercising because she'd never done it before like successfully right? She tried, she'd failed, she'd started, she'd stopped, she'd had no fun. She'd used the machine wrong in the gym and it was embarrassing. Everyone saw her. She even hurt her lower back. Like all these things in her past that meant that even though it was an ideal goal of hers in the present to work out and she wanted to build muscle, she couldn't because of her past. Now I want you to think about this for a minute for you. So where are you using your past to limit what you are capable of in your present? Like it could be in your career, maybe you have never had a promotion before or run a business before or reached a certain income and you are making all of that mean that you can't do it now. Okay, so the second way that we weaponize our past is what we'll call the used to. I used to be happy. I used to feel confident. I used to be brave, I used to be bold, I used to be smart, I used to be capable, like insert anything. It's really a way of looking at our past through like rose-tinted glasses, a time when things were better and we were better. And what this really does is it separates you from your past accomplishments, which means even when you were successful in your past, you are actually weaponizing and really that means using that against yourself in the present. Like in what ways do you think that you used to be better or life used to be better or easier than it is right now? And notice how when you are in that frame of thinking, you are immediately going to feel bad in the present, right? So in our past, we either focus on what we haven't achieved and use that to make it mean we can't achieve something now, or we focus on what we have achieved and use that to make it mean we used to be better, life used to be better. 
So what do you think the impact of either of these would be as you pursue any goal in your present or just even live day to day in your present? It's not going to be fucking great, is it? (laughs) Okay, the other two ways we weaponize our time are future-based. So the first way we use our future against our present is what we can literally call fantasy land. You know, when you are thinking about a future fantasy that pulls you out of doing anything about creating it in your present, while also for the double whammy is keeping you out of appreciating and even enjoying what you have right now. Listen, I'm all for daydreaming and thinking about the future you want, but when it comes to the point of not being present in your present, not liking your presence, present and not doing anything to create those fantasies that future that you want that's when you are using your future against your present okay and the second way that we weaponize our future against our present is with like doom and gloom and really what I mean here is when we decide that in our future we're not going to be successful anyway like there's no point doing anything there's no point trying because it's not in our future it's not possible for us and in this way we are using our future against our present and you will know when you are doing this because you'll feel like shit you'll feel completely demotivated like even doing the slightest thing will feel heavy and difficult and tiring like really tiring now this is not where I'm leaving you today because even though the awareness around how we weaponize our time is really powerful and that alone like everything that we've covered so far in the podcast alone is already going to change things for you i also want to leave you with simple actionable steps to follow to de-weaponize or unweaponize time um to unweaponize or de-weaponize i'm not sure which one is right your past and your future and dare i say it fuel yourself with time instead like what if your past and your future actually served your present well they will after this episode so what I want you to remember here is that while I am teaching you the theory the more you focus on specific examples in your life the more powerful this episode will be the bigger impact it will have so if you do want to pause and get your four examples then go right ahead the first one we have is using your past failures the second is we have using a past success The third is using a future fantasy. And the fourth is using a future fail. Okay, so maybe you paused and came up with the examples. Maybe you just thought of them in your head. However it is, we're going to keep moving. So what I want you to notice is the pattern here. We're going to start with the past. So anything in your past seems factual. I know we think we're just remembering everything exactly as it was but we're not. We have selective memory. Our brain literally filters through our past, picks the timelines, the memories, and focuses on the ones that it wants. This means that to stop weaponizing our time, we want to stop letting our brain select those memories by default and start selecting them on purpose. Now, this does take more effort, and our brain, we know, is wired to conserve energy. So if there is any resistance to doing this, then well done. Your brain is working by design. So I had a client tell me that she couldn't write a book, even though she really wanted to, because not only had she not written a book before, but really she remembered in school being told that she wasn't good at writing by her teacher. And 
You may listen to this and think that sounds really obvious, but when we have practiced stories for like 20 years, we don't know that it's selective. We don't know it's not fact. We've built a belief around it and then our brain does what it always does, which is continue to filter any new information in line with our pre-existing beliefs. So what we did was we set about exploring for her some counter stories, like anything where she had written, where she had enjoyed writing, where she had felt confident in what she'd written. Turns out in her corporate job, she'd written a lot of reports for super senior people. She'd actually even written for her school newspaper and she had since contributed for articles in the media. And so it unraveled from there. She even ended up finding examples of like good grades for writing in school like aside from that one teacher so what we did here was we directed her brain to look for evidence of the contrary and with each example she found the next example became easier and easier right so try it for yourself select a memory you want to draw out and continue looking for evidence around that memory or similar to that memory and you'll be amazed what your brain has been letting you, uh, has been hiding from you, shall we say. Okay, so that's our past and our past fails. And when it comes to your past successes and using them against you and deciding that you are somehow different, somehow non-human, always perfect then, we want to actually balance this perfectionist image with reality. So think of a time when you were apparently better at something than you are now. Like one I hear from a lot of my clients is like, I used to be so confident or so fearless. And I just want you to be willing to challenge that. First, we want to find evidence that while we were confident, we also weren't confident and both could exist, right? At the same time, we weren't a perfect 100 on the confidence scale our whole lives when we were younger. So like, here's an example. Um, let's say you used to be a confident musician and you stopped playing. Were you really always super confident musician or did you still get nervous before performances or exams if you were doing qualifications? And in what ways are you actually the same as that version of yourself, right? Maybe you can both actually read music. Maybe you still smile when your favorite song plays. Maybe you can still pick up and hold the instrument and even play a few notes and then a few more and so it grows. Can you see how differently you would show up to play going through this way instead of repeating the story that you can't play anymore? The difference is huge without much effort or struggle. Okay, next up, we are talking about our future. And the important thing to remember about our future is it's made up, like completely made up. Listen, I never thought in my life we'd end up living in France, but here we are, because I didn't write my future down at 15 and then follow them up. And the same is true for you. So just knowing this, just knowing your future is made up, puts you in a position of power about your future instead of being a victim to it. This means that you can and should use a future fantasy to play with your future and think about where you want to go. And you know me, I'm all for dreaming big here, but you are in charge of that fantasy. You switch the on and off button and you can actually use your future fantasy to love your present more, right? You can let your mind wander into the fantasy and then get curious. Like ask yourself, what's so great about this future? What, what are you able to think about yourself in that future fantasy? It may be that you can think that you are successful. It may be that you can think that you have plenty of time. Maybe that you can think that you are patient or calm. 
And then I want you to bring those thoughts into your present, right? Look for evidence that you are already successful, patient, calm, have plenty of time. Maybe you're patient with your pets or kids or someone else's kids. Maybe you're calm even when there's turbulence on a plane. Maybe you're successful in your career or you love where you live or you find plenty of time to water your plants. Like it literally doesn't matter. Find those examples because in this way you are using your future to fuel your present and create more of what you want today. Now, if you are, on the other hand, using your future to doom and gloom your present, thinking about everything that could go wrong, you're going to want to balance that like a seesaw. I always use a seesaw example um, because it's just such a good visual, right? If it's like if one side's been down, you want to balance it out on the other side. So firstly, we always want to remember that we have a human brain and our human brain evolved to think the worst case scenario. So nothing has gone wrong if this is happening when or should I say what you can do, (laughs) what you can do to balance it out is think about ways that you've been wrong in the past. Like maybe you were wrong that you wouldn't get a job or get a promotion or a relationship or get to visit a part of the world that you really wanted to go to. Like there are no examples too small. Our brains have always been negative. So it makes complete sense that they've been wrong before. You'll be amazed at what you can come up with. Like Like I said, for me, an obvious one is France. I would have sworn my life that I wouldn't live here and I would have been wrong. So really think about like, how has my brain been wrong and limited me and I've been able to achieve more than it said I could before. So now you know how our brains weaponize time and you have simple implementable strategies to use time as fuel instead of a weapon then you should know that in Time Hackers, you will learn a process for hacking your brain so that you can always change your perspective on something on demand fast. Like change happens fast so that you spend less time in overwhelm and stress and more time feeling confident, creative and capable. And that's what has you making faster decisions, actually implementing them and always be learning from them so that your past, your future, they become rocket fuel for your present. And when you know how to hack your brain, you basically have the ability to hack the most powerful tool that exists to get anything done. It's going to save you years. And time is our most valuable and precious resource. You want those years. We want all the years. So you can click the link in the show notes or head to vickylouise.com forward slash group and find out more about Time Hackers today. I'll see you inside. Bye loves. Thanks for listening. Are you ready to feel better? You can download a free anxiety workbook, which includes a bonus worksheet to use anytime you feel anxiety creeping in by heading over to vickylouise.com forward slash guide. That is Vicky, V-I-K-K-I, then Louise, L-O-U-I-S-E. So vickylouise.com forward slash guide. The link will also be in the show notes. Just do it.